Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Don't forget to go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. <gasps> Sammy, what are we talking about today? We are on Pirates still. And we were talking yeah. about the last of the original trilogy yeah. at World's End, which is also probably the last good Pirates movie. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. the sixth one. <laughs> What they're working on, oh, obviously, is not out, but I don't have high hopes anymore. No, After because the there's going to be no Jack Sparrow. There's, like, petitions going around. Have you seen that? Where people are, like, Disney. Yeah, like, people are you need to get ticked. it together. You need to get together. Get him back they're, in. They're putting what's-her-face as the main star. It's like, I'm sorry. No. I don't <laughs> her name's get like it. Her name's, like, Kara something. I just, I don't get it at all. I don't get I saw her in doing. Suicide Squad, and I didn't think, I wasn't impressed. I don't understand what they're doing either. Like, I just, I don't know. The last two have just been, <sighs> but we'll get there. We will. We'll rant yeah. about those later. <laughs> yeah. To... What's this one about today? All right. So all of this courtesy of I am DB as usual. <laughs> I just like the go-to site. So uh, this summary, in case you have not seen At World's End, which I would recommend you please watch it if you have not and watch all three because you really definitely have to watch two before you watch three for it to kind of coincide. You honestly just need to watch all three. Yeah, I would watch all three, but I'm just saying at the very least, if you know, anyway, I mean, I would just stop at one if I really had a choice, but this is true. (laughs) Anyway, so the summary. (laughs) 
So also I would like to point out, let me just look, just getting ahead in the weeks. This is the last long-ish detailed summary also of the pirate movies because the next two, when we get into those episodes will be a bit shorter for a reason. Nice. Okay, so this movie, after Elizabeth, Will, and Captain Barbosa rescue Captain Jack Sparrow from the land of the dead, they must face their foes Davy Jones and Ashley's favorite character, Lord Cutler Beckett. Beckett, now with control of Jones's heart, forms a dark alliance with him in order to rule the seas and wipe out the last of the pirates. Now, Jack, Barbosa, Will, Elizabeth, Tia, Dama, and crew must call the pirate lords from their four corners of the globe, including the infamous Sao Feng, to gathering. The pirate lords want to release the goddess Calypso, First of all, I want to pause here. I don't know that they all really wanted to do this. Technically, I think this was just a Barbosa thing. So this, this is a was bit just misleading. a Barbosa thing. <laughs> because all of them were kind of like, nah, I don't know about this. They all laughed at him. Uh, yeah. And he just was a little bit shady about it, as Barbosa does. <clears throat> anyway, they want to, well, we'll we'll back this up. Barbosa wants to release the goddess Calypso, mm-hmm. Davy Jones's damned lover from the trap they sent her into out of fear in which wait hold on from the trap they sent okay this isn't this is shouldn't that say from the trap that they yeah this doesn't bound her in so they bound her well we'll just summarize this a little bit because i did not read this and i did not realize how bad this was this is horrible Yes. So originally when they bound Calypso, the pirate lords combined the nine pieces of eight in a ritual. So they're going to try and undo it to release her. Barbosa. Barbosa. Yeah. Well, they would have to contribute their pieces. True. And he steals them. So it's a whole thing. But basically when they combine them, they can help release her. And Barbosa thinks that she will help in the fight against (laughs) Davy Jones, which does not go well. But with all of this, all of the pirates stand together to make their final stand for freedom against Beckett, Jones, Norrington, and the Flying Dutchman, and basically the entire East India Trading Company. It just makes me laugh to know that the one who united them is Elizabeth Swan. I enjoy this scene only because typical pirates, they don't agree on anything. Yes. a, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. They can't decide what to do. They're like, ah, no, we'll just hide out here. And, you know, obviously she's against it. And I just enjoy the scene from the fact that, you know, they're like, oh, we can't vote for a king because everyone votes for themselves. And of course, Jack's like, let's have a vote. And everyone just kind of rolls their eyes like, sure. And I'm like, you guys didn't see it coming. Everybody <laughs> saw Barbosa should have saw it coming. Exactly. <laughs> come on dude you did not see this coming that he had something up his sleeve why did why else would he call for the vote i mean oh dear lord jack sparrow love him you know you can't trust a pirate man come on you really can't no hopefully the next summary next week will go a little bit better and next time i'll learn my lesson we might need to read it first (laughs) i'm sorry we got through it though it's okay so we do have some trivia for this movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this was the most expensive film ever made at the time. Huh. Not adjusted for inflation. So I don't know. Okay. You know, 
actually adjust to, to these days, but the budget ran to $300 million, which is more than the budget of all three Lord of the Rings films combined. Disney, and I read that, why? I was like, what in the world? Now, this is the last of the very expensive pirate movies also. I would just like yes. to throw that out there because yeah. I kind of got reined in a little bit after this. Yeah. <sighs> so... Oh. There was a real life council of pirates, apparently. This is a, huh. a real thing. The Brethren of the Coast was a loose coalition of pirates and buccaneers active in the 17th and 18th centuries in the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, and Gulf of Mexico. They had a base on the island of Tortuga off the coast mm-hmm. of Haiti and in Port Royal, Jamaica. So there you go. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that either until I read it. And they were a bunch of nationalities and whatnot, too. I'm not going to read all that because. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a pirate lord, if you've seen the movie, female besides Elizabeth, Mistress Ching. And she was likely inspired by a real life Chinese pirate, Cheng Yi Sao. Cheng Yi Sao. So sorry. Cheng Yi Sao. Yeah, we're going to go with that. She she controlled the South China Sea with her large pirate fleet in the early 1800s. I thought that was kind of cool, too. I was like, that is because you don't hear. I mean, rarely do you have female anything back then Mm -hmm. that were controlling anything. Exactly. And you got a whole female pirate who's running. Who has a whole fleet. Yeah. Who knew? So Hmm. I was just like, that's cool. And then she made it kind of in the movie, a version of her. Mm -hmm. I like it. Oh, so Johnny Depp. I don't know what to do with him. So Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny oh my Depp gosh. thoroughly Sorry, enjoyed working with his co-star, Joffrey Rush, in the first film and was pleased to get more screen, screen time alongside him. A quote from Johnny is, we were like a couple of old ladies with knitting needles. I do what do a understand. couple of old ladies with knitting needles do? I don't know. And I don't understand this man. And it just made me laugh because it just, maybe there was a context that would have made it less weird. But as it was, it was that quote. And I was just like, I have to include this because it's bizarre. That is so weird, but I like it. I know. It's very Johnny, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So they started filming this movie without a finished script. Not surprised. I feel like you kind of with all of their improvisation I mean like yeah that's just how this goes so when the screen goes black and the crew is falling over at world's end when they're going to rescue Jack there Mm -hmm. is ghostly music and voices that are heard Mm -hmm. and that's directly from the Disneyland ride there you go who knew so they added that in the Disney world ride because I know what voices they're talking about. Yeah, I think that it's always probably, there. Yeah, they said Disneyland, but I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing at Disney World. Yeah. Okay. I have a feeling because, you know, when well, we discussed this, when you were going over like the Magic Kingdom history, there were rides that basically they plopped from Disneyland over to Disney World. So I'm sure the soundtrack was exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that it was like direct audio from there. Mm -hmm. All right. And let's see. The film is the first in the franchise in which we learn Captain Barbosa's first name, which is Hector. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Interestingly, the writers did not initially plan on giving the character a first name. 
Hmm. In the commentary for Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Johnny Depp jokingly said that Barbosa's name was Hector. The comment was misinterpreted by fans to be the character's actual first name, and thus the writers felt that they had no choice but to include it. Good job, Johnny. Good this job. This just cragged me up. I'm like, Johnny Starks again. Well, and, and it just shows how, like, influential and big and just wild spread the Disney fandom is, is when yes. we get an idea in our head, we go with it. Like, it's, Hector. we're done. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's going to happen. Johnny said it. And it is true. And we we put it in the Disney Bible. Exactly. Not even from <laughs> a cut scene, not even from anything actually <laughs> character-wise said in the movie. No, it was Johnny Depp in the commentary. See if my DVD has the commentary. Because if I have the commentary, I didn't know. Because sometimes the commentary is just like the screenwriters or the directors. And yeah, that it depends. Me. Mm-hmm. I need like the actors if I'm going to listen to a commentary. Mm-hmm. Like the only commentary I've ever listened to is a Cinderella story with Hillary mm-hmm. Duff and Chad Michael Murray because it's mm-hmm. all of the characters. Yeah. So if Johnny's in the commentary. I want to. I want to. Apparently, he is. Yes. I want to hear what he says. He is in there. So yeah. And I'm sure he makes a lot more interesting comments throughout the entire movie. Probably. <sighs> so, moving on. <laughs> The line spoken by Barbosa as they enter the maelstrom is one of the lines spoken by the skull in the Disneyland ride. Also, as Ashley pointed out, probably Disney World. Before going down the first drop, it be mm. too late to alter course now. There you go. There's another call back to the ride. I think they said first drop. There's only one drop. I don't is know. Does Disneyland have multiple drops we don't know about? I have no idea. <laughs> I just... I don't know, having not ridden the Disneyland one, maybe they have two. Disney World, as you're saying, only has one, so I don't know. And it's not even that steep anymore. They redid it. Yeah, it's barely a drop. It's not that exciting. Yeah. I mean, you can pretend it, but it's not. When we were younger, it was steeper. I remember, Mm -hmm. like, going down and my stomach would flip a little. I know, like, going up to it, I would definitely, like, hold on. And, like, scooch in the middle, praying that you don't get wet. That was the worst part to me. The drop was, you know, like, get through it. But then that hit and then the giant water cave of water that would come over you. Yeah, that was always the worst. Yes. Yeah. And you knew which seat was probably the worst, too, by how wet the boat was. Exactly. Fun times. Mm hmm. So this explains a little bit about my feelings, I think, towards Dead Man's Chest. So according to Gore Verbinski, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl was a character driven film. Deadman's Chest was a plot-driven film, and so to make the whole saga work, he decided to make the third film a combination of both. Yeah. Why can't you just do that in the, the whole thing? I don't understand. Yeah, he, like, the fact that he, or or whoever ended up writing him, made mm-hmm. one plot and one, or one character, one plot, that's where you're going to lose people because mm-hmm. the... You need consistency. You need, if he was going to do character driven on the first movie, he needed to do character driven on the second movie. He needed to Mm -hmm. do character driven on the third movie. Like, I'm glad he combined it, but honestly, like thinking of the character, the character driven part of the third movie, Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to rant about it later because I don't like it. I don't like how we did it because of yeah. how, because of the, the events of the second movie, the characters had to go this mm-hmm. way. And I'm like, no, but we can talk about that later. We will get into that very shortly. Okay. <laughs> the film's running time was originally three hours. And even, even though Jerry Bruckheimer claimed the long running time made the final battle work in terms of buildup. He decided to cut it down by 20 minutes. The final battle had an extra 20 minutes. That is what got me and why I included this. It wouldn't have been if they just cut 20 minutes from the film, but they like clearly made it. The, the, the point was it was the final battle. And I'm just like that thing. Literally, it feels like it's like half the movie. I don't know how long it actually is, but. Well, there are some areas that I'm like, wait a second, how did we get to that point so quickly? Like that is really quick. Probably because it was in the 20 minutes that and got yeah. left out. Yeah, that makes sense now. <sighs> yes. So when Jack says, I've never actually met Pizarro, but I love his pies, he was referring to a Pizarro pizza in an in Atlantic, mm. Florida. His sister lived not too far away and they went there for pizza. I was just like, let's say random fact. Okay. Because hmm. everyone assumes he's talking about Picasso and he's just saying it wrong. He's just, yeah, very interesting. Hmm. Jack Sparrow waits a whole 33 minutes before making his on-screen presence. I know. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. The fact that he is not the first character we see on this screen, I was so angry and I still am to this day. Like, mm-hmm. why are we taking so long to get to the main person? Mm-hmm. Kira or not Kira it, well it is Kira but Elizabeth mm-hmm. Swan Barbosa they're not that important you could have done that afterwards they could have just I don't know that 20 minutes they could have cut oh my gosh yeah <laughs> at the beginning. well I like that we hear the pirate song at that point mm-hmm. so they yeah. needed something but they didn't need it to be that long yeah this was the last film in the franchise to be directed by Gore Verbinski. And why they all suck now. Yep. <laughs> Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know, played Captain Teague, who is Jack Sparrow's father and keeper of the pirate code. So Richard and Richards in real life is Johnny Depp's friend and main inspiration for Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. If you also didn't know that, which you can definitely see the resemblance. If you're not aware, you should check it out. Uh, they didn't have to do much makeup to get Teague to look the way he is. And, and just no, how he is. They, they did. Mm-mm, no, they did not. So Richards was slated to appear in Dead Man's Chest, but scheduling conflicts with the world tour of his band, the Rolling Stones, again, in case you didn't know, prevented that. So the day Richards came to film his scenes, he got so drunk on set that Gore Verbinski had to prop him up. And Richards remarked, if you wanted straight, then you got the wrong man. This dude, I swear. Oh, goodness gracious. I just love it. I'm like, okay, well, I guess you kind of knew what you signed up for, right? You brought a rocker mm-hmm. onto set and that particular rocker, so. And from that particular band. Uh, yes. <clears throat> so the pieces of eight as seen in the film or are Raggedy's 
wooden eye, which is Barbosa's, a miniature wine cup, which belongs to Amand the Corsair. He's the a, French dude. Yep. A jack of spades playing card, which is from Captain Chevelle, a cork and a broken rum bottle, which is Captain Villanueva, a pair mm-hmm. of glasses from Mistress Ching, a pair of tobacco shears, gentleman Jacquard. 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 Yeah, my bad. A tusk fragment, three, some Baji. I, no, I don't remember. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm like thinking how they say it in the movie. I'm like, I think it was like, Cerise to Bungie. Like it was like yeah, really quick. It was quick. so quick. Exactly. That's why I'm just like, I, yeah. A pendant from Sao Feng slash Elizabeth Swan, you know, mm-hmm. and an old coin from Siam. Did I say it? Siam? An old coin from Siam, which belonged to Jack Sparrow. That's nine. So there we go. And the reason why it's called, they called the collection a piece of eight is because originally a piece of eight is a silver coin used as currency in 18th century Spain. So in the film, the piece of eight is a relic that identifies the captain as one of the nine pirate lords. But they don't have pieces of eight because they were all broke. Yeah, but you know. Just letting you know if you haven't seen this movie. I don't know what to tell you. So, oh, I meant to rearrange this and I definitely just did not have time yesterday. So Eh. I have another Keith Richards fact. Sorry, it's out of order. When Keith Richards is looking up the rule in the pirate code book, you can see a skull ring on his finger, but that is not a prop. Mm -mm. He has worn it since receiving it for his birthday in 1978 from a famous London goldsmith who used a real skull when modeling the design. Interesting. This is why they chose him as da- Jack's father. Like mm-hmm. literally, this man is a modern day pirate. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so there is a deleted scene from the movie that helps yeah. explain a little bit about the plot. So the scene describes Jack's debt with Davy Jones and then the hatred between Jack and Beckett in better detail. Mm-hmm. Jack used to be the captain of the Wicked Wench, a ship owned by the East India Trading Company, and so it indirectly belonged to Beckett. When Jack had to carry a cargo of slaves, he set them free instead of delivering them as he was ordered, and Beckett branded Jack as a pirate and burned the Wicked Wench so that it sank. Jack managed to escape and struck a deal with Davy Jones to raise the Wicked Wench in perfect condition, except for the permanently blackened hull. This prompted Jack to rename her the Black Pearl. In return, Jack would give Davy Jones 100 years of service after he'd been captain of the Black Pearl for 13 years, and this served as the main plot device. So, yes. Again, this makes the fifth movie so inconsistent. There is, when you, okay. Like, how would Beckett get a hold of this ship when he is already a pirate on it if the fifth movie is correct? When you're... Like, so many big plot holes who ever read this movie, I want to talk to them. When you're watching the Pirates series of movies, I mean, essentially, this is a good place to stop because after Mm -hmm. this... I mean, you might as well 
pretend like these storylines almost don't exist or don't exist with any actual rules because you just do whatever you want pretty much after gore grabinski leaves with the plots and the characters mm-hmm. and this yeah mm-hmm. i like this better because i don't like what they did with the fifth movie just because there's that one it's funny how that one scene that we learn about how jack got the ship and yada 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 we we see that one scene ruins like if if we consider it canon it ruins like everything that we learn in the original trilogy i just feel like like, i mean get into it but i just i don't see how you can watch the fifth one and take it seriously as part of the true pirate series you can't all right we will spend a lot of time discussing that in two weeks (laughs) yeah oh my gosh it's two weeks away (laughs) okay (laughs) some favorite quotes of this movie please share so you didn't have much so i'm like okay i can do all my little favorites i figured i didn't have half of these no i was looking and then i just was like oh whatever i'll be talking a lot in this episode ashley can have some more so one of my favorite quotes at the pirate council when all of them are there and Elizabeth's mm-hmm. like yada yada and what when Barbosa does the whole like we need to release Calypso and they mm-hmm. they all start fighting and yelling at each other and Elizabeth Swan's like this is madness and Jack's like this is politics mm-hmm. funniest line in the whole movie in my opinion because mm-hmm. not only is it funny because of what's happening but it's so true on yep. just a normal scale like yep we look at our politics we're like that's madness mm-hmm. but in reality that's politics that's just how it is mm-hmm. how it is Very true. Uh, towards the beginning when they are <laughs> rescuing jack Barbosa is talking about what he wants from him. Elizabeth's talking about what she mm-hmm. wants from him. Everyone's talking about what they want from him. And he's like, did no one come to save me just because they miss me? Poor Jack. No one missed him. The monkey missed him. True. That was funny. Yeah. I found that hilarious that the monkey missed him. But that's it. Yeah. Also during the council, he they're talking about like if they should fight or run away. And Jack says this we should fight to run away it's like yes. oh jack you controvert or contradictory self that makes me laugh too because it's a very jack line it yeah, is let's fight <laughs> to run away yeah and then barbosa's like you've never stood up for a fight he's like yes i have no you have yes i have cod wallop and blah 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 blah. i'm like mm-hmm. oh dear lord like you seriously. two are hilarious they're like and then, frenemies for sure they really are frenemies mm-hmm. um and then and then okay side note they had to have been close at some point because if we believe everything from the first trilogy which we do because that is canon the other two are crap yes barbosa was his first mate so they were actually close at some point yeah i would like honestly honestly i just had a Boing. disney if you really want to give us a good pirates of the caribbean movie give us that exactly <laughs> give us there when they were on the ship when barbosa did the mutiny like what led up to it what the heck did jack do because we know it was jack who did something mm-hmm. to tick them all off to get them yep. to mutiny give us that mm-hmm. we would love that i agree 
I, I think we need to like do a story or a reel and like tag Johnny Depp and be like, can you get them to do this? Because those are the two best characters. They are. They're the absolute best characters. That's all we need is those mm-hmm. two and their crew. Don't need anybody else. Nope. No women, no Will, no Elizabeth, nothing. No. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Back to the quotes. Sorry, oh, yes. that was it. That it's okay. We always go track. on little tangents, right? We yeah, do. It happens. And then there's other quotes that I love in this movie because it's just, I mean, it's a funny movie. They have mm-hmm. good character development, even though I don't like some of the storylines mm-hmm. or character lines. Yeah. But, and I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with the Elizabeth Swan character line in this movie and in the last movie, mm-hmm. but her speech before they go forth, like they're in their mm-hmm. ships, they're waiting, and all of a sudden there's all these like East India Trading Company ships, mm-hmm. and all the pirates are getting ticked to her, and she does, I didn't put the whole speech in here because it's too long, she does this beautiful speech mm-hmm. about loyalty and, and sw- I should have, I should have kept the line in there from Barbosa, sweat of a man's brow, mm-hmm. that, that line, mm-hmm. she does this whole thing, and just her face and just, even the tone of her voice, and she says, I, I can't do it. But she says, gentlemen, hoist the colors. And I get chills. I got chills just saying it. <laughs> I get chills every time she does it. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's such a huge like moment for us girls who never just mm-hmm. wanted to be the damsel in distress. We wanted to be the warrior. We wanted to be the pirate. We wanted to be the Jedi. We wanted to mm-hmm. be that person and we got to see Elizabeth become that person and be the pirate king and mm-hmm. and inspire them to move forth. I think that's the first time where I'm like, Disney, thank you. Because mm-hmm. most of the time they're princesses and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I love you, but it's yeah. not what I'm looking for here. People. It was a good character yeah. choice in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it agree. just I, I love that. It just hoist the colors. It's like mm-hmm. <gasps> Yay. Mm-hmm. And and there's other great lines, but it, those are my those are my ones that I think of like right away that I'm like, mm-hmm. this is this is why I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Totally get you. Yeah. Okay, so for my favorite quotes, going back to when they first rescue Jack in the same line, because Jack is clearly offended by these people <laughs> uh, coming to get him. So Jack says, "Why should I sail with any of you? Four of you tried to kill me in the past." points to Elizabeth one of you succeeded and I just love how they all kind of look at her and then it I clicks don't realize. I well I mean it clicks in Will's mind he's just uh-huh. like wait a second uh-huh wait a second uh-huh. now that's why you've been looking so guilty for all this time mm-hmm. not because you love him because you killed him exactly mm-hmm. that's why you agreed to come and get him and And I also love when Hector, well, Barbosa says. Barbosa. Yeah, sorry, just reading it. And I was like, I'm not going to call him Hector. Barbosa, I see my ship right there, pointing to the black pearl. Jack, can't spot it. Must be a tiny little thing hiding behind the pearl. I just love their back and forth, man, with this freaking ship. (laughs) It's like, and it's ongoing. Like, it doesn't stop. There's just no ending between those two and who gets to actually be in charge of the ball who gets to be the captain so yeah oh oh my goodness yeah and even like who ends up with it in the last movie jack 
Oh, that's right, he does. But in this movie, he does not. No, he, he ends up with a slightly smaller vessel at mm -hmm. the end of the movie. Because, oh, I didn't include it. This is some of what I think. Oh my gosh, I love it. At the very end of the movie, when he finds out his ship is gone, he's sitting there going back and forth with the two companions. The ladies. The ladies. The... And he's yeah. telling them the truth. Mm -hmm. No, I do not. Or when he does the Pizarro, he does the Pizarro line and he's mm -hmm. like, yes, that dress makes you look fat. And he just, and all of this pales comparison that my ship is gone. I'm exactly. Like, he's just so salty and he's just like, you know what? Forget I'm this. done. <laughs> I'm finished with all of you. Oh, that is pretty funny. Oh, great. Yeah. I love it. Oh, goodness. So why don't you go ahead and share your thoughts and then I'll do mine okay. after you. So I've already kind of said it with my quotes and stuff, but I love yeah. the brother in court. I yeah. think it was a great idea for the movie, but I wish they would have done more with it. I feel mm -hmm. like if they would have brought it into Dead Man's Chest, mm -hmm. at least for us to start knowing what's going on, we could have had more characters. We could have seen a little bit more. And yeah. then after At World's End, because we know now there's a pirate council and they're still all around. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they bring it in like like in the next movies? Like this yeah, this, this element that they have that is gold in my opinion as a story writer, and they just use it for one movie. Like you could have could you could do a lot more with all of them. Yeah. Can I just write a Pirates of the Caribbean series? I could do that, right? I know how to write in like their voices and stuff. No, you. I think I just need to write the books and send them to Disney and be like, this is what you should have done. Publish. Please, <laughs> could someone just get on top of this? Yeah. No, I will do it. Don't, no one else take my idea. No, That's no, mine. I don't mean that. I Copyright. Mean like, no, no, no. I mean like when you write the story, then someone like oh, yes. convert it into visual. I like you know, movie TV series. Show. <gasps> they could do that. With well, Johnny Depp. They could. Okay. Anywho. Yeah. So the Brother Court is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Jack's entrance is just another iconic entrance. He literally, like, you see his nose. And then he looks very rock. interesting. Yes. The, the rock. ends up being a crab. Yeah, I was going to say the rock. Flat, crab. Flicking. Crab. And then it's he's, like, so talking to himself. Mm -hmm. But you see. They're everywhere. You see what you see. You see what he thinks he's seeing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's just him being multiple personalities of himself. Mm -hmm. It's like, bizarre. oh, yeah, that's definitely a Jack entrance. <laughs> like, that so bizarre. Fantastic. I love oh it. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Okay. Now I'm going to rant. It's not yeah. a big rant. It's just a small rant. Yeah. So I have been saying since we started talking about Pirates of the Caribbean a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. I am not a fan of Will and Elizabeth's storyline. Mm -hmm. Not a fan. I loved when they were kids, the, the scene of kids, and when they brought them in, I'm like, oh, great, we have some potential here. Way back. But then where they went, I'm like, ugh, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Because in Dead Man's Tale, you got Elizabeth, who 
they make her seem like she's in love with Jack, which I said last week, but I just wanted to reiterate. Mm-hmm. And then you you see her kissing him at the end and locking him in. And we know she's doing it to save everyone. Mm-hmm. And we think she's doing it to save Will, but her like how they had her act it and her facial expressions, it's like, that's not a woman who's just trying to save the love of her life. Mm-hmm. You are literally killing someone. Like your face looks like you're killing the love of your life. Which is interesting because the first movie, there was not, that was not how it was. <laughs> Nothing. No. And then the second one, like you said, is kind of when they started doing that. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you have Elizabeth. She's no longer the colonial princess. No. That she is. Which, honestly, like that part I love. I love that she's able to be who she feels like she is. A lot of us girls wish it, want to be that person. We don't mm-hmm. want to just be a girly girl. So it was a good... Mm-hmm a good kind of transition in the time of age that we're in mm-hmm. to kind of see something different for females but <laughs> but just how they go about the storyline with with her interactions with jack with mm-hmm. her interactions with will who's supposed to be the love of her life mm-hmm. how she needs <sighs> we haven't even talked about will's father yet well he's in these movies yeah but I have thoughts on I I don't understand the purpose of bringing in bootstrap the way that they brought in bootstrap you're what you're a wrong. waste of a character there's so yeah. much more they could have done with bootstrap mm-hmm. and it's then true. again he doesn't show up again and I we'll just get to that when we get to the fifth movie but anyway okay. but yeah but as far um, as these two movies the lot this one yeah i think it was a waste of it was will's character or will's father she finds out that if he saves his father he's going to become part of a ship like there's this whole storyline between will and elizabeth mm-hmm. and and then will's destiny mm-hmm. that tia dama tries to put towards him mm-hmm. about being a part of the ship it just it's so annoying <laughs> it's so annoying i just don't get it mm-hmm. because will becoming davy jones just does not make sense because here's the thing and here's where i think my mythology also comes into play mm-hmm. i get that tia dama made davy jones the davy jones as someone who like brings the souls but that's not actual mythology of any mythology mm-hmm. all uh-huh. mythologies have haiti like in hades yeah and they have a boat keeper where the soul gets into the boat and they take him away it's mm-hmm. not you don't this is not a thing mm-hmm. and i know there's like pirate lore with davy jones and blah 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 blah. yeah but they're like trying to interweave greek mythology and pirate lore and it's mm-hmm. like there were no greeks in the pirate world ever. this this is another problem in general even having much enjoyment out of the first series of movies. This is another problem though, in general with the pirate movies is mm-hmm. the, the mythological, fantastical bits kind of don't make sense. Yes, they don't. Well, the first one I can follow the very first movie. Oh yeah. That one it's was cursed easy. gold. You put it back. Now you're not cursed. Hallelujah. We did it. Woo. Yay. And then we kind of like wander off with this Davy Jones thing. So yeah, I get it. It does not really make sense. Well, and 
I mean, there's a lot of media today that do that. I mean, Marvel does that. Like, I remember watching Thor for the first time and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, this is not correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney does it too. Hercules, Hercules was Whoa. not the child of Zeus and Hera. Hercules was a child of Zeus and one of his human playthings. But he apparently, was a demigod. Disney like, did not want to get into that. No, no, they're married. <laughs> you know, married. Yeah, they're married, but they're brother and sister. And they're, but see, and there's, so many, <laughs> there's so many things. And he, that Disney was like, we're just going to take this little tidbit and we're going to put it over here and we're just going to pretend that's not a thing. Stan Lee did it with like Thor and Loki and stuff. Like Thor's mother is not who, who we say she is like Mm -mm. that. And it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I love the original mythology of these things. I think they're great stories. And then these other people like, you know what, I'm just going to change it for how I want it. I'm like, that's not how this works, but okay. I remember I mean, in Marvel, it's fiction, but whatever. Exactly. And in Marvel, there's like 10 billion multiverses. So in one of them, it might be correct. <laughs> this is why I don't watch Marvel anymore. Uh, it's so much. Actually, false. I've been watching Hawkeye. I'm on episode three. I have not started it yet, but it's on the list. I am Start loving soon. it so far. And it's only ah. been two episodes. I'm in the middle of the third one. Good, good. But Clint Barrett, it, Clint is my favorite. So yeah, and exactly. So you're biased. Like, I like him over Captain America and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Just Captain is my husband. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would marry. I would marry Jeremy Ryder. They're both good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember him from the SWAT movie. Like that's the first time I saw him. Psycho. Yeah. Colin, what's his face? What was his? What's his last name? Farrell. Fer- the Irish Colin. Like the hot Irish Colin. Plays in Dumbo. I know. And, and you're Banks. killing me because you said it's Colin. It starts with an F. Now I can think it was Colin Firth. And I'm like, that's so wrong. <laughs> that's not right. I know. Yeah, Colin Farrell. It is Farrell. F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Okay. See, but then you said it and you were like, not sure. And then I was like, is that wrong? That seems wrong. Well, okay. I, I I thought like Will Farrell. Like that's, that's what, what happened came to into my brain. Too, and I'm like, like, wait a second, is that movies. right? <sighs> Life is a struggle, people. But that's where I saw it was that SWAT yeah. movie with him and and Jeremy was the bat was his yes. like enemy bad guy and mm. oh, I it's a good movie. Moving yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got off on my tangent, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. towards okay at the end when Will gets like the only way that he was going to become the captain of the flying Dutchman was for him to get killed. Like that's, let's be real. Yeah. I did like how they did it. I think it, I think it was done really well when it came to how they killed him because like Jack's sitting here holding the heart, he's ready to do it. And instead of Davey going after him, he's like, I'm going to be worse. Like that's Mm -hmm. the thing about Davey. He's like, I'm not going to go after the person Mm -hmm. who, is trying to hurt me I'm gonna go after who they love and hurt Mm -hmm. them worse and that's what he did because in reality even though throughout all of these movies Jack is making fun of him calling him a eunuch Mm -hmm. just you don't you look at it and you're like does he really like Will or is he Mm -hmm. just using him and you think that he's just using him this whole time but it at at end at the end of the day when Will is dying Mm -hmm he chooses yeah. to save him. And that's where you're like, and those are those moments where you're like, this is why we love Jack Sparrow. Yeah. They're friends. Because he has a heart. He has a heart. 
He does. But Willa no longer does. No, well, he does. It's just, I, just kidding. Carved out in a chest. <laughs> oh, and that whole scene, like the the day that he gets to be on land, I'm like, mm-hmm. that could have been left out. Yeah. Got a little risque there, Disney. Well, either way, I just in general don't care as much about their storyline. So I yeah, and they brought it back in in the fifth movie, which we'll talk about, but it's like, okay. <sighs> when when that ended when he went off to sea and elizabeth had to stay like they they needed like that was a i hate using this word for it that was a good ending for them yeah i mean it wasn't good because they couldn't be together but they got it to be together it. one day mm-hmm. it closed the storyline it did it closed the storyline and the ending credit shows yeah. him coming back 10 years later and he we're gonna point this out now and i'm gonna point it out again in the fifth movie he looks normal 10 years later nothing has happened to him he looks the same i will explain more in the fifth movie week so there's a lot to say about the fifth movie as we're hinting at okay i've talked enough what are your thoughts so as i said i feel like this is the last good pirate Mm -hmm. movie at the end of the Mm -hmm. day there's lots of action which is good but you also have all of the storylines like we were talking about Gore Verbinski said that he tied back into doing character-driven plot lines as well, mm-hmm. which again, it would have been nice to have in the second one, but I know I like Davy Jones as a villain, just like you said, mm-hmm. just with that end scene alone, the way he was like, all right, fine, I'll kill Will. Now what are you going to mm-hmm. do? No remorse. <laughs> doesn't care. What kind of man you going to be? No, there we go. Now I set you up. You figure it out. <laughs> I do like that, but I'm still, I'm interested in we talked about Barbosa and Jack and how they came to be and the whole mm-hmm. thing with the, the Black Pearl. But I'm also kind of interested in what Davy Jones was like before because we got to mm. see him as normal, you know, when Tia Dama touched yeah. him and switched him back and he, he didn't yeah. look like the squid face <laughs> that he normally mm. does. And that to me is interesting as well. Just what mm. happened with yeah. Davy Jones. I would be interested to see that and see yeah. what what he was like as a pirate before and what happened to make him the way he is especially after losing losing the love of his life because clearly he was a much different person before the Mm -hmm. curse if he was so in love with her it just it makes you kind of feel bad for him knowing you know yeah but that's that's what goddesses do like if you just in mythology in general like you don't want to trust their plan for you because it's gonna be not good in the end and you're only like a blip on their screen look at zeus he had many 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 partners (laughs) i was wondering i was like i'm not finishing this sentence (laughs) i'm just gonna wait it out Oh boy. And for this movie too, it did have some dark periods in it too, made it a little bit more serious. So one of the Mm -hmm. things that really comes to mind, I mean, besides the whole, you know, Davy Jones's job with Mm -hmm. burying the the dead, whatever. But Mm -hmm. when they're, they go and they save Jack from the locker and they're bringing him back. And that whole scene where they're surrounded by the boats Mm -hmm. and they're talking about how they're their souls moving on and and then Elizabeth sees her dad. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's so sad the way she's just like, oh, just come on the boat. And they're like, and that was one of the serious Jack scenes that gets me because mm-hmm. Jack kind of just like grabs her and he looks at her and he just is like, no, 
like that yeah oh you're not understanding what's happening right now and i need you to well because at first she thought the they were back and, exactly and he's just they're just like no elizabeth we're not back we're we're still passing through and it's just so sad yeah oh my gosh i liked her dad because he he was kind of mm-hmm. a funny character he was <laughs> being surrounded by all this and yeah yeah so yeah i felt bad and then just uh, just really makes you hate beckett even more <sighs> he's another he's a good is, villain because he's oh, yeah. beckett is the umbrage of the disney world true story yeah that's what there is say. no one else like him in the disney world it's exactly the same so you have davy jones and Voldemort, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hate them. They're bad. They're evil. But they have the backstory. Some, yeah. And you kind of have a little bit of sympathy. Let's be real. You have a little bit of sympathy yeah, for them. Sympathy. And you understand. And you're just like, you shouldn't have gone this way. But I, I kind of see where it's coming from. And I know yep, at the end, yep. you're going to get your comeuppance and whatnot. But like Umbridge and Beckett, oh my gosh. Like those are people that you could know in real life. And you can't do anything about it. And you just, like you said, mm-hmm. you just want to like stab him in the throat and you want to punch him in the face, mm-hmm. light him on fire, send him to the the dark, <laughs> the forbidden forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, a a TikTok trend that I did the other day, and it, on my personal account, yes. not on ours. Did you I see thought. it with the umbridge? Yes. There's for you listening there's a guy who said for all the harry potter fans say something nice about umbridge and right away i'm like what <laughs> why so i actually looked at some of the reactions like i went into the sound to see mm-hmm. some of the duets and people were actually saying like trying to find something nice and i'm like no this is not happening so i did my own and i yeah. i'm like no she's evil i got a comment for a couple of people they're like thank you everyone else was annoying us like, <laughs> there is nothing good about this woman i'm like i know she likes cats cats are the devil <laughs> like she is i i just you, see, can't, you uh, should not wear that much pink <laughs> and i saw a thread like that on reddit and somebody said and this kind of it's so bad but they were just like okay you name something good about umbridge and they were like she doesn't waste school supplies and in ink because you know when they do <laughs> it's in their blood that's so the bad and it was awful but it was like i guess that's true she doesn't waste school supplies and i was just like this is terrible but it really it made me laugh oh gosh but, it, yeah. yeah oh it's boy bad. that's a bad joke but, but back to beckett um, I don't know why I didn't include this as my favorite, one of my favorite scenes when he finally realizes he's, <laughs> he lost and he's speechless and he doesn't know what to say. Yes. And he just starts walking down the stairs and you and see when his face right before he explodes. And when they were asking him, you know, what are we doing? What are Order. we doing? And he's just standing Order, there. He, sir. It's just good business. And I was like, oop. Oop. you're done this is the end Bye-bye. Bye-bye. yeah and then they're kind of so like long. yeah we're gonna get off the ship so yeah. come on yeah well and they survive ship. because you see that same he's literally, yeah. literally in all the pirate movies yeah because he got he got the heck off that boat i mean come on now Mm-hmm. He knew what was happening. Oh wait, no, no, he didn't. He died in the fourth one. No, i was just gonna say hold on i forgot i forgot he died of yeah him. of the span the spaniards killing yeah. him yeah 
that just popped in my head too. I was like, no, he wasn't in the last one, right? Yeah. He survived four. That's pretty he did good make it for a British soldier. For a pirate movie, he made it pretty far. He's also the one who has my favorite line from the first movie of that's the best or that's the best pirate I ever heard of. Mm-hmm. So funny. So it seems. <sighs> I cannot get over that. The look oh, on his goodness. face. Yeah. Sorry, Norrington. <laughs> anyway oh yeah we didn't even talk about norrington in this one but he's yeah norrington he's he's very much a background character yeah because he's not prominently in this one no and he's one of those characters that he like he's more what what the book talk world now calls or the literary world now calls Mm -hmm. morally gray for this movie because Mm -hmm he loves Elizabeth and he does some good and he, he kind of lets Jack go, but then he's chasing after him. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, he's the one who delivers the heart to Beckett. So then he switches over again. Mm-hmm. And then by the end he switches back, but it's always to save Elizabeth because he loves her, which yeah. again, just doesn't make, I, I'm so glad we were not alive back then because the fact that he was a captain when they were going to Port Royal and she was like 12 creepy i'm like that means he had to be like 40 and you were 18 like creepy ah, creepy, creepy. Ah. creepy 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 very creepy yeah but he loved like he his love for her is what kept going and i and it's it's one of those things where i'm like oh that sucks because yeah. she let him on and just all the all mm-hmm. the things but i mean at the end i guess he dies a noble death Sure, we'll go with that. Right, I guess. Kind yes, because he doesn't. He doesn't join Davy's crew. He doesn't join it. Instead, yeah, and he t- tries to stab him, which is pointless. pointless. But no, he tried. He even knew, like he knew the heart was in the ship, and you're not and... going to do anything to him. Yeah, he does not care. Oh, that was okay. Does the guy who? What's the guy's name that is Beckett's like right hand assassin? Does he have a name? I'm sure he does. I don't know, but he's creepy. He is very creepy. I was so happy when Davy finally killed him. Yeah, he needed to go. He was ugh. He like is you creepy. just like he looks at you through the screen and you're like, oh, I feel like I need to like pepper spray. Yeah, the this yeah, the stare. I agree. Mm-hmm. He's a very creepy looking. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. All right. I forgot about him. I think, but. yeah, I know. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, yeah, what about this person? Oh, yeah, there's so much going on. There's a in lot this of movie. characters. That's why the pirates, there's a lot of secondary characters, background characters, but there's a lot of them in these movies. So it's a lot to keep track of, to be fair. It really is. Yeah. It's super hard to keep track of. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All <sighs> right. Well, anything else we want to rant or talk about? Um, before we... Let me see. Oh, last thing. So when we were discussing at the end, when Jack almost took control of the Flying Dutchman, I think that would have been interesting to see what Jack would have done with the Flying Dutchman. Although I don't feel like he he would have done a good job. Exactly. (laughs) That's kind of my thought (laughs) is he may not have done the best job at it. So I'm just curious how it would have went. I don't know how much thought he put into what he was trying to sign himself up for with that whole thing. Yeah. Just another random thought. Well, because even like Will, when Will and him are talking about it at some point in this movie, he's like, you'll take over the Dutchman and, and you have to 
you, you have to do the job, Jack, you have to ferry the souls or, and then he did the tentacle thing. And Jack's like, I don't see myself in tentacles. It's like, Oh dear Lord. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He has two tentacles like sitting here anyways. Yeah. And his beard little thing would be perfect. Maybe he Mm -hmm. wouldn't turn into a squid though. Maybe you turn into something else depending. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that the rules of that work, you know. No clue. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the scene where he's stuck in the sorry, this just made me think like when you were talking about it, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. part of the ship, part of the crew, like when the they're in the ship. Oh. But remember the scene. Is that this movie or was that last movie where he no, it's this movie because he's seeing like multiples of himself inside the and they're like talking about stabbing the heart and his brain falls out. He's like nobody move I lost my brain <laughs> and you're just like okay gross <laughs> he licks it. yeah the way he's God. just like holding it when he was talking that one time and I and I always know it's coming and every time I'm just like horrified by it you know and he's just like don't do that that's like one of my favorite scenes don't do that oh my gosh no I should have watched this last night before we did this so I could like pick out everything that I'm not remembering. Yeah, I probably watched it over a week ago. So, Um. yeah. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Anything else? No, I think now I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Well, friends, I hope you learned some new things about At World's End and, Mm -hmm. you know, just been able to maybe some of you feel the same way about us. Maybe some of you disagree and love will and elizabeth's story or love whatever yeah let us know on our instagram and mm-hmm. our tiktok i have been putting up i've been trying to do i've been trying my acting creds i don't really have acting creds but i've been trying and doing like here nightly scenes cute. from from there i have a couple mm-hmm. more that i'm saving that are for like these movies exactly. so i want to do i haven't done it yet. i want to do her speech for Oof. on the ship it's so I know I got to learn it. So be on the lookout for those. Let us know what you think of this movie uh, on our Instagram. And I've been trying to post more on our Facebook. Like I've been trying Mm -hmm. to repost articles and different things. So if you want to stay up to date on Disney news, but you don't want like Walt, like WDW news does like Disneyland, Disney world. Yeah. They do universal. They do all these things. If you just want Disney world or like what's going on in the movie world, go follow our page. And that's what I constantly post. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Santa Claus is getting its own TV series. I'm so excited. And by Santa Claus, I mean the Tim Allen Santa Claus. The best best Christmas movies made, not Elf. Oh my gosh. No. I still like Elf though. So I can't join the hate train on that. I like Elf. I just, but I just can't. Tim <laughs> Allen is the literal best Santa Claus. Oh my gosh. And you cannot argue best with Santa about that. Yes. He is my <laughs> favorite Santa. I feel like Disney heard our anger of him not being in Buzz or in Lightyear. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh crap, what are we going to do to make them happy? Santa Claus show. <laughs> <sighs> they're like, bring All back right. the Claus. <laughs> Let's get writing something for him. What do people like about him? Okay. The Santa movie. All right. What can we do? Oh, we can do a series. All right. Someone call him up. (laughs) They're like, how do we not anger this fandom? Like, Uh, crap. (laughs) I can't believe they waited till now to announce it, though. 
you know, it could have been excited yeah. like a month ago, but maybe they just got him signed on or something. I don't know. Maybe it might have been a while before they got him signed on. Yeah, because I'm just like, what? I would have been so excited the entire Christmas season for next. Well, they didn't give a release date, I guess, technically. No, but I'm really hoping it's this Christmas. I would hope so since they announced it, because otherwise, you know, once like mm-hmm. October hits, we're all going to be like, is it coming? Is well, no, October's going to hit. We're going to be like, maybe that's the plan. And then they think at we'll the be distracted end, yeah. and we'll forget. <laughs> but then Hocus, the thing is, Hocus Pocus is going to end and we're going to get into November and mm-hmm. they're going to put up all the decorations and we're going to be like, oh, that means Santa the Claus Santa is coming. Claus. Honestly, Please. I'm probably going to be like in July and be like, is there an update? <laughs> um, Christmas in July? Hello? When is it going to get released? No. <laughs> You can release it November 1st and I will watch it. Please oh, Disney. for sure. Because they're going to do by, they're going to do every week an episode no, more than likely. So they so might annoying. as well just start it in November. So it's like fully done by Christmas. So we can just yes. binge it on Christmas. Because that's going to get on my nerves. Yes, but I let's be real, that Sammy. That. I know that we hate that we do that, but let's be real. Growing up, that's all we had. I don't like, care. We know how to deal with this. I don't care. I am now in 2022. In this new fantastical streaming world, and I do not want to wait a week between stuff. Disney. I know. That's how all of them are doing it now. Netflix doesn't do that. Netflix just looks well. No, it. Netflix just releases it. Exactly. Oh well. Just Who knows? But anywho, like, oh my gosh, I totally got off track. What else yeah. can they find about us on our website? So go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's information about our podcast and all the podcasts we produce. There's a link to our Patreon account. Donations are appreciated and some of them get you cool prizes like hanging out with us. So make sure you go and check that out too. <clears throat> and there's some other things I'm being told are being worked on for release soon that I haven't told Ashley about and I just realized it. So I will tell you what it is for next week's episode. So make sure you come back next week. Cool. I forgot about it. So in the dark. Bye, Pixie Dancers. See you next week for another pirate movie. A surprise for me. And that too. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.